Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. The Christmas Village reopens this year with some new restrictions. We have social distancing ambassadors, that's what they're called. They're actually trained by the city. But are those restrictions enough to meet the city's own guidelines on outdoor gatherings? I speak with Tobias Fisher from the Christmas Village with some comments from City Health Commissioner Dr. Thomas Farley. We had a choice to say, well, should we just cancel it entirely or should we put in place restrictions? Some struggling Philly restaurant owners say there may be some inconsistencies in the city's guidelines, but the folks from the Christmas Village say they're just trying to spread some holiday cheer. This is a podcast about food in and around Philadelphia. That's a quick, delicious, flavorful bite. It was really hard for me to get into it. Stories from behind the kitchen. This is a wood-burning oven from Italy. It is intense. And hear about quirky stuff, too. Eat a pint of ice cream as quickly as you can and then resume the 5K. This is What's Cooking on KYW. I'm Hadas Kuznets at Love Park, where the Christmas Village is underway, or at least it will be by the time everyone hears this. And I'm with PR manager Toby Fisher. So, Toby, lots of changes this year, right? Yeah, lots of changes. Due to the pandemic, we had to change the layout, and we wanted to change the layout to make sure that people have a safe environment when they come out to Christmas Village. And the main changes this year are the food court. We have a separate food court and the separated shopping area. So you will find the shopping or the non-food vendors on the outer limits of Love Park, and it's a one-way street, so all shoppers and guests walk the same direction in the same way. And the food court is inside Love Park and it's crowd controlled and fenced off so we can only have a certain amount of people inside the food court at the same time. All right, let's go there. Let's go. All right, so we're walking through, it looks like a seating area. Yes, so here we have the first seating area when you walk into the park. We also have the big grill, the big outdoor grill for German bratwurst and schnitzel. Next to it is the beer arm, the beer tent. We have um, local beers from a bar in Fairmount. And then next to it is the tart flambe. It's actually new this year. It's a French-style pizza, kind of like a flatbread, really thin, comes with creme fraiche, cheese, and bacon. And then you see this one of the seating areas there's actually three seating areas and all the tables are at least 10 feet apart so people can be socially distanced while they enjoy the food and drinks and are there limits to how many people can sit at a table four people can sit so, at one table so just like restaurants just like restaurants yeah technically like outdoor dining here 
Okay, so there's this, and then there's another section? Yes. So now we walk into the, the main section, I would say, where we have more food vendors, a big seating area over here. This is really where the fountains are. You've, you've turned on the lights. Mm -hmm. You know, in the summer, they turn on the water, but you're yes. not doing that here. <laughs> not in the winter, no. no. So yeah, you see the seating area, additional seating. And then we start on the left with the traditional malt wine. So Chatsford Winery is back. Down this way, we have the raclette cheese, of course, a big favorite the last two years, the big wheel. And then you scratch off the cheese and put it on a sandwich. Um, we have Belgian fries on the right. Um, they are double fried, so you fry them once to make them soft on the inside, and then fry them again to make them crusty on the outside. New this year, French toast bites by local artisan foods. And last but not least, Spätzle, which is kind of a German mac and cheese, I would say. People are not allowed to walk around with food, right? No, that's that's a big difference, actually, um, because we're so used to walking around and having our food. But just to make sure that everyone's safe in the food court, you can only eat at the table. And that's also the only time you can take off your mask. So while you're seated to enjoy your food and drink, you can take off your mask. But once you walk around, um, you have to wear your mask and not eat. And you can't move the tables around. You can't push them together to be with your friend. Mm -mm, you can. It's four people limit. Unfortunately, not this year, but it's a great option. It's it's like outdoor dining. It's You can come here, have European food and yeah, get in the spirit for Christmas. It's uh, at least something to look forward to this year. Now, what if, I mean, I'd, let's just, I just kind of want to get these rules. Yeah. Uh, what if you're a family of five or six and there, you can only sit at a table of four? Do you have to split up? Unfortunately, yes. So we all have to stick the rules. We all have to follow the rules. And we only have four people per table this year. If you're one parent mm -hmm. with more than three kids, forget it. Yeah, it's. It, but you can, of course, um, take the food to go. If you don't fit at one table, there's always the option to pack up your food this year and to take it home to enjoy it at home in your own comfort. Yeah. So all of these tables are at least six feet apart? Yes, they're at least six feet apart. They are 10 feet apart just to make sure that everyone's socially distanced while having their food. So are people going to be walking around and enforcing the rules to keep everybody safe? Mm -hmm. We actually are. We have social distancing ambassadors. That's what they're called. They're actually trained by the city and they help us with enforcing the rules, making sure that everyone's wearing the mask, not eating while walking around, and that they also follow the one-way system when they're shopping on the outer limits. I noticed this year also you don't, you don't have any cocktail tables. The high ones, yeah. We decided not to bring them back just to make sure that everyone's at a table and seated and it's you have a better overview for the for the ambassadors to make sure everyone's following the rules yeah it's easy to kind of wonder if yes. you're standing yeah once you're standing and you maybe had one malt wine you might like be ready to walk a little bit and then it's just easier when everyone's sitting and the the point is really because of the masks right yes because of the masks because when you eat you obviously take off your mask and we want to have it under control where the people are when they eat and take it off as somebody who's working on christmas village and has been working on the christmas village are you concerned at all about coronavirus this year are you worried about getting sick i'm not we're taking all the precautions we're wearing our mask you always have to wear your mask when you come to christmas village there's only a limited um, um, amount of people so um the space inside love park is um measured for the amount of people that are actually allowed into the park and it's outdoors it's outdoor shopping and when we all follow the rules and do this together i don't have any concerns at least for my personal health now in previous years you've had the food interspersed with the shopping i have to say though like 
Sometimes it's hard to find what you're looking for as far as the food is concerned. Mm -hmm. Is this easier and are you going to keep it this way? We actually, now that it's all set up and we see how it works, we actually do like it. It, it's yeah as you said it's easier to find the food you know the food is inside and the shopping is on the outside and it's actually yeah it's on the table right now to keep it like that because it's it's easier and it's it's easier to understand it looks better it, it makes sense as you said yeah and there's also one thing i'm also noticing is that there is no stage in the middle there's no stage um we were thinking about the stage but we decided to not bring back the entertainment this year first of all to make sure that there's enough room for the tables and to spread them out but also to um, avoid crowding in front of the stage because obviously it's live music and people enjoy live music and then they all come together in one spot and we just wanted to make sure that's not happening this year yeah so it seems like there's a lot more space this year because it's only 50 percent of the vendors so that's a big change too um, we only brought back 50 percent to make sure there's also at least 10 feet between the huts and that there's enough walk-in space for all the visitors and you can see the lights you can see the trees because there's less wooden huts you actually see more of the decoration it's i really like it this year what do you think is gonna stick the food court actually makes sense and it's probably sticking having the shops on the outside and having actually more space for seating now there has been a lot of criticism with and it's not the christmas village across the street there's a lot of crowding that is not the same thing right the dilworth plaza ice skating rink so christmas village is in and around love park and then there's a an additional part inside the courtyard of city hall where the big carousel is there's an additional 12 vendors this year like in the last year actually christmas village is modeled after a german market or european market so we have vendors from europe from all over the world actually we have ukrainian people and the difference to dilworth where the made in philadelphia holiday market is that the vendors are crafters from the tri-state area, so local people. And that's with the Center City District, and this is Parks and Recreation? Yes. You know, Philadelphia has really suffered as far as the restaurants are concerned, and now you're a big outdoor kind of food court. Are you concerned for the other restaurants? Are you happy about what's going on here? It's hard, as you said. They have suffered. They followed all the rules. They changed the layout. They took all the precautions just to take it away from them for a second time, kind of. Yes, they can have outdoor dining, which is what we're doing right now. Um, we're happy to support our food vendors, for example, the French Toast Bites. It's a small business from Philadelphia, and they are so used to having shows all year round. So this is kind of the first show in 2020, or at least since the pandemic in March. So we're just happy that people have the opportunity this year to open their business basically so again let's recap the food and then tell me the new food vendors that are here yeah so for food yeah it's the food court this year socially distance seating tables with a lot of spacing between the tables only 250 people at the same time so there's an entrance where people count the number of people that come in and three exits so we all and they are connected through an app so we always know how many people are inside the court when you go to the information hut and come into the court they count you on their app and then the exit people know how many people are inside and once somebody leaves the exit people can tell the entrance people how many people are inside so you don't have to connect to anything you can just come they're just counting the number of people yes. yeah basically all right what's on the menu here are some or like our most 
favorite vendors and food vendors, starting with the malt wine. It's Chetsford Winery again. They have the traditional malt wine. The raclette cheese, as I mentioned, is back. They do the raclette sandwich, the cheese that they scratch off the big wheel. This year you can have toppings on your um, raclette sandwich. You can have spring onions, salami, Italian bacon to make it as you like kind of we brought back belgian fries and weihnachtshütte which is the german christmas hut kind of and they offer the bratwurst of course schnitzel potato salad potato pancakes they also do käsespätzle which is we always say it's the german answer to mac and cheese so it's um, soft egg noodles and then some kind of cheese mixed with onions so it comes really close to mac and cheese We have new this year, the French Toast Bites by local artisan foods. So it's French Toast Bites with a lot of different toppings from berries to bacon. Just um, Why did you decide to include a Philly vendor? Because this is typically like German and European food. Because French Toast Bites are also kind of European. So we thought it actually makes totally sense to include it into this concept. And we were happy to give local vendors and small businesses the opportunity to come here because they were suffering so much. Chatsford, of course, is from the Philly area. Then we have on the outside, there's um, some, a couple of treats vendors. They don't sell food for you to consume here, but you can take it home. There's Choco Idea. They have special chocolate and it's it comes in all kinds of different shapes from a boot to a tool like a hammer it's very unique and we also have a couple of philly distilleries like boardroom spirits or new liberty distillery and we also have pretzophoria they have chocolate covered pretzels and snacks what are your hours and until what date are you open mm -hmm. the hours are sunday through thursday from 11 a.m to 7 p.m and then friday and saturday it's an additional hour so it's 11 a.m to 8 p.m and it is open through christmas eve so december 24th all right and so you can come you can go to the outdoor beer garden until eight o'clock on the weekend yes you can at least on friday and saturday as i said the tables are socially distanced unfortunately it's only four people at one table there's a strict sanitizing plan so after Each customer leaves the table, it will be sanitized. And then there's also big sanitizing stations in the park if you want to sanitize your hands. How much more difficult was this year to put together compared to previous years? It was, it was difficult. We changed the layout a couple of times because we wanted to make sure the people are safe here. So we worked with the city of Philadelphia, Philadelphia Parks and Recreation and the health department. And it was challenging, but... Yeah, it was necessary, so there was no way around it. And in the end, it all worked out. They gave you their parameters, right? Yes, yeah. Now, their, their guidelines are the same as restaurant guidelines? Mm -hmm. For outdoor dining, yeah, coming from the city. What are you most looking forward to this year? I'm looking forward to getting into the Christmas spirit. It's been a challenging year for everyone. And it's something where we can kind of come together in a socially distanced way and get a little bit into the spirit and hopefully, yeah, look forward to better times next year. Tobias Fisher with Christmas Village. Again, Christmas Village is open now and it runs through Christmas Eve, which is December 24th. Thank you so much. Thank you. Now at a news conference this week, Philadelphia Health Commissioner Dr. Thomas Farley addressed the issue of the Christmas Village, which in a way encourages gathering, even though there is a limit of 250 people. This uh, festival is something that's done every year. It was planned well in advance of what uh, we announced just a couple of weeks ago. Um, and we had a choice to say, well, should we just cancel it entirely? 
or should we put in place restrictions? And in view of the fact that it's outdoors um, and that we could put in place restrictions, we felt probably we could do this fairly safely. If it were indoors, we would have canceled. Dr. Farley responded to a question about why the Christmas Village might be different from any other outdoor catering event. The uh, Christmas Village is outdoors. We make a big distinction between outdoors and indoors. And there is a restriction in the Christmas Village as far as the, the density of the people there and the uh, the uh, limits on how they can serve the food and how they can eat the food there. We had our inspectors out there setting things up, put limits on that. So it's along the lines of indoor, outdoor dining. Now, as far as outdoor gatherings and events, uh, such as weddings, lots of opportunities for spread there. In those settings, people know each other. People mingle across tables with each other. Whereas at a setting like outdoor dining, or in this case, the Christmas Village people are generally not interacting with people at other tables. They're strangers from people at other tables. And Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney also weighed in on the decision to open the Christmas Village this year while also enforcing restrictions on other restaurants and other outdoor events. As Dr. Farley said, you, you don't have to stay home, but you have to be distanced. And we believe that these regulations are putting people in the right distance and with mass law. That's it for this episode of What's Cooking on KYW. You can follow the show and get other delicious tidbits on Instagram at Food in the 215. And follow me on Twitter and Facebook for more news and insights at Hadas Kuznets. If you have a food tip or feedback about the show, reach out. And please take a moment to help us by rating and reviewing the show on iTunes. It helps us to keep making the podcast and get it to new listeners. I'm Hadas Kuznets, and that's What's Cooking. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.